0: The text read For the extraordinary individual, and what's more than just a job, we offer a unique career, a way of life that will challenge the deepest resources of your intelligence, self reliance, and responsibility. It demands an adventurous spirit, a forceful personality, superior intellectual ability, toughness of mind, and a high degree of personal integrity, courage, and love of country. You will need to deal with fast-moving, ambiguous, and unstructured situations that will test your resourcefulness to the utmost. The accompanying photo displayed a black man, a black woman, and an Asian woman, all in their late twenties. The women conveyed rangy athleticism underneath their sensible professional clothes. The man wore no tie, and his collar was open beneath his blazer. Their expressions were alert and serious— All three were staring intently at a piece of paper I imagined as the order of battle for the Russian mechanized infantry brigade. I had a stack of copies of my resume in front of me on my desk. On an impulse, I folded one into thirds and sent it to the CIA's Department of Human Resources. I never really expected that I would hear from them. A few months later, I was still only barely employed. I had all but forgotten the CIA when a woman who identified herself as Martha from the federal government began leaving messages for me on my machine. I had deducted all of my income on my last tax return on the grounds that I had been living in India for most of the fiscal year. I feared that I was about to be audited. Finally, Martha caught me at home. When she announced that she was from the CIA and not the IRS, I was relieved. "'Your resume is a bit unusual for us,' she said on the phone. "'But you have overseas experience and a great education, and that's something we like to see. "'And we're always looking for people with foreign languages. "'I see you speak Sanskrit and Pali.' "'Well,' I coughed. "'Uh, well, yes.' "'She described the position she had in mind for me. "'You would work overseas, probably under diplomatic cover.' Your job would be to spot, assess, develop, and recruit human sources of intelligence for the United States. It's a job that requires good judgment and a lot of people skills. Is this something that would interest you? Yes, I I think it is. I thought about Mongahela State University. Go Gila Monsters! Yes, it definitely is. She scheduled me for an interview on the Jacob Javits Federal Building in Manhattan— She told me that I would be asked some tough questions about current events, and if the interview went well, I would be invited to Washington for further evaluation. Before placing the phone in the cradle, I stared at the receiver for a few moments in astonishment. It seemed to me that her call was nothing less than an act of divine intervention. I prepared for the interview as if it were a set of grueling graduate boards— I read the major texts on the theory of espionage, memorized the names of all the directors of Central Intelligence since the passage of the 1947 National Security Act, and poured over decades of testimony before the House and Senate Intelligent Oversight Committees. I studied the language of tradecraft. Only amateurs referred to CIA operatives as secret agents, evidently. They weren't agents. They were case officers. The foreigners they handled were the agents. An agent was also called an asset, like a country house or a fiduciary instrument. Promising targets for recruitment, assets, and cultivation were called developmentals. I committed the terms to memory and practiced using them, speaking them aloud into the air. I read about the intelligence cycle and about the church and the pike committees. I found a tattered copy of Philip Agee's Inside the Company, "'at a bookstore in the village called La Lute Finale. "'The passages on Guatemala were underlined in indignant red ink. "'Someone had written, "'State-sponsored terrorism,' in the margins. "'When the day for the interview came, "'I could have delivered a nuanced discourse "'on the history of espionage from the Babylonians to the present. "'I arrived at the federal building early.' smoked a cigarette outdoors scrubbed my hands in the ladies room spritzed breast spray in my mouth and took the elevator to the unmarked conference room to which i had been directed i knocked firmly a man who introduced himself as carl opened the door and shook my hand he was about my age and he wore a dark baggy suit and sunglasses i had brought my sunglasses just in case and when i saw he was wearing his although we were